Hey everyone, it's Tiffany Michelle here, and it is Monday, February 17th. I want to thank you all for tuning back in to part two of the Love and Marriage episode. Before we get into it, I want to take a moment to let you know about the app that I've been using to record these podcasts. Stay tuned. We all mention like disagreements and conflict. Mm -hmm. And how do you guys handle, handle conflict? Um, do you seek counseling? I know you said for married, married couples, but are you opposed to seeking counsel from like a single person or uh, maybe do marriage counseling outside of a pastor? Like what, how do you guys handle conflict and what are some things that you guys have done, if any, to resolve conflict in your marriage? Uh, well, with my, with, my, with my relationship and my wife and I, it all depends regarding conflict. Sometimes the conflict, we work it out little by little, mm -hmm. right? Throughout the course of, let's say, a period of time, mm -hmm. or we're up at five o'clock in the morning still talking about it, mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to hash things out. Um, and I think that the thing about conflict, um, if it's, you know, you don't want to put everybody in your business. Yes. You don't want to put everyone in your relationship, yeah. right? If it's something that you know you can handle, right? You know you can handle in terms of having um, the maturity and the love for one another. Because, you know, regarding when it comes to conflict, if I love my wife, you know, uh, you know love, love doesn't provoke. You know, the same thing, love doesn't offend and love doesn't get offended easily. If I love my wife, you know, I'm going to try my best as a husband, as a father, as a man to say certain, to not say certain things that's going to hurt her, right? right? Because the conflict and the issues really rise, the arguments really rise when us as men say things because we're angry, yeah. right? Be angry and sin not. You know, you can get aggravated. You can get angry. Right, you can get you can get frustrated, but because of love for the woman I have, because of love for the family I have, I'm going. To, I'm not going to say certain things. Not just because of love, but because out of respect for my wife, because out of submission for my wife and submission for uh, for our Lord, I'm not going to say certain things. But if there's something that you uh, cannot resolve within the two, within both of you guys, get a third party. It's okay to get a third party. Right? It's okay to get someone that you trust, someone who's probably a mentor, someone who's uh, married themselves and married probably longer than you are because right. they've probably went through it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a pastor or whether it's someone the pastor designated to be the leader of the marriage counseling department or ministry or whichever. But however, it's so important as husband and wife to really talk to each other when it comes to conflict. Okay, what's behind the conflict? What's causing the conflict? Is it money? Is it is it money? Is it lack of resources? Is it children education? Whatever it might be, what's the root cause and how can we fix that? And how can we fix that? It's just going back to communication, actually opening up and talking to one another. You, you speak to one, in, one another and listen to one another and really consider the brother or their sister because yes, in, in, in actuality I'm not married or I'm not married to a cousin. I'm not married to a woman. I'm not married to just a wife. Every time I come to my wife, every time I come to a disagreement, we'll come, come to a conference, we're going to talk to each other. I'm always reminded by the Lord, you are married to my daughter. Mm. Wow. You are married to my That's daughter. Good. So when you go before her, you're married, you're, you're talking to the one I saved, the one I died for. And it's the same thing with my wife. When you come to him, you're not just talking, you're not just going up, uh, talking to a, a, a husband or whatever, whatever title that you might have for your, your, your spouse. You're talking to a son. You're talking to someone that he died for. You're talking to a loved one. So because you're talking to a loved one, you're going to be careful on what the things that you say. Yes, sir. So regarding conflict, communicating. Regarding conflict, be transparent. Be open to, see, uh, be open to each other. And really, really get down to the cause. Because sometimes it may not be about money. Mm. Sometimes it may not be about the kids. But sometimes it could be something you're frustrated about that someone didn't say to you. So the husband or the wife didn't say to you a week ago. Uh, and going back to what I mentioned earlier about, you know, you talk about conflict. Remember I, I stated earlier that I, I, I never liked conflict. Mm -hmm. Like, let me tell you what I used. I was so immature when I, just, when I got married. And this is just when you talk about me. When there's a problem arise, what I will do, I will go through the door. I was a runner. Let me, let me put it out. I was a runner when I just got, um, got married. You know what I mean? I just didn't like to argue. 
I didn't know how to deal with the situation. I, and, and, and I just didn't know how, to, even though my pastor teach me that this is going to happen. When, when anything escalates in the house, I'm through the door. It become to a point where when me and my, because my wife is like this. My wife loves to deal with an issue right away. And it's the right thing to do. When me, I'm like, nah, I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it right now. And she's like, we're going to talk about it. Because this is what I, 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 I learned. You have to deal with every issue. If you're sweeping under a rug, it's going to come back around. Mm -hmm. So it's important for you to um, it's important for you to deal with the issue at hand, you know, uh, uh, like, like Brother D said, and, and with mutual respect and whatnot. But it, it came to the point where I used to run someone. When my wife started talking, she would go in front of the door. Because <laughs> you know I'm going to get out yeah, of there. I mean, that's, that's real. <laughs> and, that's real. and a lot of people might have that problem today. But I had to learn, um, Sister Tiffany, that guess what? We have to deal with our issues. Yeah. Because if we don't deal with our issues, they're only going to become, they're going to separate you more and more and more. And they're going to become more, it's just, there's more going to just start building and more yeah. and more and more. Driving in the car, and um, my wife said, let's talk about this. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I just didn't, I was, I was just not mature mm -hmm. to deal with situations and, and just issues and the whole. And... You know, thank God, I've I've got over that. Where now I'm, I I can't I don't run no more. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about years ago. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't run no more. We talk about issues now. It's 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 it, it, to the point where I'm the one who is 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 is, is, is hey, let's talk about this. This got to get done. Mm -hmm. This got to get this, this. My wife is like this. If if you don't want to talk about an issue, remember I'm telling you this. When you're sleeping, <laughs> she's she. That's the time she think is right. <laughs> she's coming at you and like, hey. And you're dying for sleep. <laughs> That's just how she is. Because she just wanted to get things done. But thank God we have worked that out. And now we talk about stuff. You know, because I realized how important it was. I was a runner, man. Brother Donald, as soon as I know, I'm through the door. I'm not. And I'm coming back probably when she's asleep. Or, okay, we don't have to deal with it. You know what I mean? But she's coming back tomorrow. But I'm just saying to somebody, you know, Come to mutual understand how you can talk about an issue. And some issue might be bigger than some. Yeah. Some issue might be, you know, it might be violations. It might be just money, like you said, mm -hmm. Brady. It might be just basic, hey, you didn't sweep out the car, you sweep the, the, the trash in the car and then take it up. Every angle you have to learn how to deal with um each issue. And like you said, with respect, mm -hmm. Brother D. That's another thing for me. I used to just storm ah, and gone and whatnot. And I had to learn that. As I because I'm like I want my marriage to work, you know what I mean, it, and to work. And, and my wife, uncle says says like he said, marriage is a garden. If you don't water it, it's not gonna grow. Yeah. So I had to get out of that self and get into what God wants me to be, and just coming down. Even when I'm wrong, to say okay, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. You know what I'm saying and whatnot. And now we're way better. We're way better. But I'm just saying coming from where I used to be. So, you know, now we, can, we deal with any situation or we talk. We really talk. Hey, you know, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. I didn't do this. And it's way better now, Brother Nana, compared to how I used to be. Yeah. You know? Um, I think dealing with conflict, um, I heard a minister said this. I don't remember his name. He says, when you run away from a situation, you run away with the spirit of that situation. Wow. And that was so profound to me. You know, you, you're running away from... From you know, from your debt, there's gonna be like that running spirit, always trying to run away from trouble that just mm -hmm. like instilling you, and that's why sometimes people don't. I mean, even in relationship, they wonder why a relationship is not working because you're a runner. You enter that relationship, you run. As soon as this happened, and then you enter into that relationship, you run because this happened. So as um, it's not the relationship that's the problem. It's you. You have a running spirit. You need to be delivered yeah. from running away. So, and I think um, uh, with conflict, I think three things that came to me on how to deal with conflict. It's um, meekness, forgiveness, and humility. And I think I, you always have to be teachable, be willing to learn. And I think like the forgiveness um, comes because Brother Donald mentioned that, is that, you know what, we are human. We are not perfect. So I should be, my wife, there are some flaws in me and my wife has beautiful and as beautiful eyes are and as smile is, there are some flaws in her. Mm -hmm. So I have to understand that, you know what, there are things that she's going to do. First of all, uh, we have to learn from that situation. And also I have to be, I have to forgive her. Because right, like, like you say, that's, that's my sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a daughter of the King of Kings. I have to respect her. Um, and, and you know what, I, I'm sorry. And I think one for us, 
um, maybe more so men, sometimes um, there can tend to be an ego issue um, in acknowledging that, okay, I was wrong. You're wrong, mm-hmm. Brother Robson. You shouldn't have done that. Uh, me personally, what have helped me in my relationship with Christ is, is these three things. It is the ability to say, you know what, I forgive you. And you, I mean, to receive forgiveness. Sometimes I'll be talking to my wife until she says I forgive. I'm like, I need to hear this. Act. <laughs> you know? And um, also, and being able to say I'm sorry and express. My wife, one of the things that she does, I, I didn't like it at first. But like when I say I'm sorry, she's like, Why are you sorry? Mm-hmm. Then I have to explain. I'm like, I'm sorry. I yell at you, whatever. Like, why are you asking me why? So I, you don't even know why yeah, you're sorry. I'm, like, I'm sorry. No, I know why, but it's like sometimes as men, we don't want to confess that like, yeah, why. We just, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I know, like, we as guys, that's how we, we roll. You know, hey, I'm sorry, bro. We're we, we good. But, like, ladies, they love to know. Like, why are you yeah. sorry? Okay, you know what? I'm sorry because when you were coming in and I wasn't happy and I closed the door. I haven't done that, by the way. So it's like, it's these things that, you know, like confession. Um, my wife always says confession is good for the soul to confess that you know what okay I, I know and understand why I'm sorry so that you can prove to her that you know I acknowledge what I did that was wrong and I'm willing to do better next time yes, yes sir right because if, like I said just saying plainly I'm sorry why are you sorry I don't know sometimes I say I'm sorry to my wife literally my wife probably um, wasn't paying attention she's like wait why are you sorry then I had to go back and explain it to her is because sometimes God will expose or reveal something that you did that was wrong and um, I think one of the things I'll add that in end, and I think I think um, if to the Christian now, if it's so important to have a relationship with God, it, it is so important because sometimes there are certain things that you don't perceive as wrong, or like you don't you, you can't really see your, your 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 flaws in the midst of trying to be right and trying to be oh well I'm right and you're wrong. And I remember one time something happened between my wife and I, and I'm like, you know what, I'm right and. I don't care. I'm like, I ain't going to talk to her. I ain't going to do this and that. And I'm about to go. And literally, the thought came to me. Everything you say you're not going to do, I'm going to need you to do that right now. And I'm like, uh, and I started laughing. And my wife was like, are you okay? <laughs> and I had to go inside and express to her, you know what, this is what just happened. And I had to apologize. And I think we have to understand in marriage, um, sometimes you have to value the marriage itself over being right or being I'm right and you're wrong. Sometimes, like, the well-being of the marriage is more important than me being right. I would yeah. rather, you know what, you can be right if you want, but let's, let, let's keep on, let the marriage journey continue. That's more important to me. My love for you is more important than me being right. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that it could be perceived in the wrong way. Um, you know, sometimes you have to let the person know, okay, you know what, these are things that you need to bring. This is what we need to work out. But I think in the, in the long run, you know what, um, I think there's a scripture that talks about it. It says, why do you take your brothers to, 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 um, to, to the court? Why Wouldn't it have been better if you had just take the wrong or just allow, you know what, I'm wrong, but let's just move forward with the marriage. It's okay. We don't have to go that far. We don't have to go through divorce. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's keep the marriage continue for the well-being of the kids, for the well-being of us. Mm-hmm. All right? So that's my thought. And, that, and, that, and that's a great point because that's what, that's what, I mean, that's what sacrifice is all about. And that's, that's what, not just, you know, killing your ego or denying your pride. That's what sacrifice is all about, okay? Because I see the importance of this, um, of this relationship or this establishment. I'm going to keep my mouth shut or I'm going to apologize yes, or, I'm, or I'm not going to run. And I, and I think what Brother Conroy says is such a great point because as men, we're so, we're so, it's in us to run. It's in us when conflict comes to run and to get out the door. And then we have to make sure that, and the thing, the thing that we have to understand is that as soon as you, soon as you walk, you run out that door, you shut that door behind you, like what you said about the, about the, uh, the spirit. As soon as you run out that door, you find yourself in a vulnerable position. Yes, sir. You find yourself yeah. in a position where you're angry, you're broken, you're confused, you're mad, or whichever you are. And that's sometimes how the enemy creeps into your yeah, mind. And that's sometimes how the enemy creeps into your marriage because all it needs is, all the enemy needs is a is an open door, is a hole, just to start saying something about, or oh, you could have done better. So true. Or you could have, or you could have, you didn't choose who you were supposed to be with. Or remember that girl, or remember that man. You guys had a better relationship. You guys had, and these things starts creeping out. And that's why it's so important to go back and to reconcile because with that reconciliation, you you open up, you're transparent, you put yourself out there, and the person puts it, um, themselves out there too, and and you guys 
come together and you see the flaws and you see the, the weaknesses, you see what's going on. And that's why it comes to having that, 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 that love for one another, that you put each other before, before yourself. Because, you know, through sickness and health, right, rich or poor, mm-hmm. I'm going to put you before me. Right. Doesn't matter what we're going through. If I'm rich, you're going to be before me. If I'm poor, you're going to be before me. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm sick, you're going to be before me. If I'm, in health, if, I'm, if I'm healthy, you're going to be b- before me. And that's, and that's the thing, as especially for the husband. The job of the wife is not to put the family first. The job of the wife is not to put the marriage first. That's the man's job. Your job is the one. You're the one that makes the sacrifice. Just like you're the one that does the teaching. You're the one that does the growing. You're the one that does evolving. You're the one that does it. It's your responsibility as as a husband to make sure that that garden grows. Yes, sir. Because God didn't ask Eve what happened. (laughs) It's your responsibility as a man to make sure that that wife is is, is what God wants that wife to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we all accounted for ourselves. But when it comes to marriage, when it comes to, to the, the family, God's going to come to you or, or God's going to come to you and say, okay, you let that break you apart? <laughs> that's true. And I think you made a good point too. And I think that's probably why the Bible um, talks about the men um, like being the head in the household, talking about like, you know what, a place of position so if you're the head, you're the one that has, you know, when the head evolves, like the brain evolves, like, you know what, then it helps, like, the rest of the body, like, receive better instruction and information. And as you stated, um, it is the man's responsibility to make sure they make certain sacrifices, and as we state, for the well-being of the marriage. And um, even about, like, growth. When the man grow, it helps, like, the, the other members of the family grow, mm-hmm. too. Not ne- neglecting the purpose of the woman. I truly, I believe mm-hmm. women are very strong and powerful, but I, I believe as men, we need to understand the responsibility that is upon our shoulders. And I think there's a scripture that talks, you know what, as, as Christ died, so we as men for the church, we as men, we have to learn to die for the well-being of our wife and our children, for, for the well-being of the body. And like you said, that's a very interesting and important point that you made. Yeah, and, and I also, also want to say, and I think I, I like what you brought up regarding, I'm not discounting the role of a woman. I'm not discounting oh, yeah. the role of, of the wife. Listen, I have three sisters. I have a mother, I, I have three daughters, so I have women all over me, you know? <laughs> all around me, I should say. I have women all around me. Our dear brother earlier today, Robertson, asked me if I want another, uh, if I want another, another child, if it would be a boy. Listen, I know how to raise girls. <laughs> He's like, I'm a girl, Dad. Listen, I know how to raise girls. I'm not deviating from any other, uh, other path. If the Lord deems me, that blesses me to with another child, Lord, I pray this child will be a girl because I know, I know, I know the, the path. Um, and I know the important the role of a wife, of a mother is in my life um, because of my wife, because mm-hmm. of my mother. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm just saying that as, as, a, as, a, as the man, as the husband, as the father, we are the leaders. Right, sir. We are the ones that are carrying the load. Mm-hmm. We are, as the priest carries the Ark of the Covenant, we as, as husbands, as fathers, we are the ones carrying what God has given us and has deemed us to be, to has deemed to be, holy and, and, and consecrated and special to him. He didn't pass it on to anybody else. He allowed the men, the priests of the of the old of the old testament to carry that special that special covenant. Mm-hmm. We're the ones carrying that special covenant. And because we're the ones carrying that special covenant, we have to continue to teach our children how to carry that special covenant. Yes sir. How to carry um, not just the ma- not just the marriage, not just not just the uh, uh, your wife, but how to carry, uh, how to pass on and carry that good characteristics to make society to, to be what it needs to be. Yes, how to advance the kingdom of God, how to be a better man, how to be a better husband, how to be a better father. It's our job as men to pass along with the things that we've learned in the last few years or so, the things that we learned. It's our job as men to go beyond the conflict, right? We're more than conquerors. We're not conquerors. We're more than conquerors. We're called to be ambassadors. We're called to, 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 to make sure that there's reconciliation between the families, between the relationships, between uh, you know, father, uh, fatherhood and, and all that good stuff. You mentioned um, being the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that can be very heavy at times, just being the one responsible for everything. Mm-hmm. And have you ever had an instance where you're like, 
wow, I don't know what I'm going to do here and how you worked through it and figured it out. Because ultimately you are the provider and it's your job. So have you, do you have an experience where you're like, wow, this is, this is, this is tough. How am I going to deal with this and how you overcame that? Um, well, that's, 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 that's a good question. It's, you know, I think that's what a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the husbands or fathers don't realize that, yeah, we do carry a lot within the relationship, whether it's at home, at work, at church, or, where, or where everywhere else. We do carry a lot, but we're not carrying it by ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why we're married. <laughs> you know, that's why we have a help. Yeah. When I'm, not the, I'm not carrying it by myself. Mm -hmm. you know, I, the, the, yeah, yeah, I'm the provider. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the protector. I'm, I'm those things that not only has society deemed me for me to be, mm -hmm. but those are the things that responsibilities that I've taken upon myself as a father. But however, I have someone next to me and say, honey, this is what we're dealing with right now. Let's talk about this. Let's go to prayer. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord will give us an answer. Um, the Lord will give us a, a, an answer. So it's so important for us to realize that the burden is shared, yeah. not just by the husband and the wife, but, the, but he's the one that carries the burden. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the one that cast all the things, all of it upon him because he cares mm -hmm. for you. Cat, the things that 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 gives you burden, the things that you love, the things that make you happy, the things that make you make you have joy, the things that make you sad, the make the things that make you angry, cast all those things upon him. Yes, sir. Because he does care for you. Mm -hmm. And 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 regarding uh, regarding uh, having that burden, you're not by yourself. You would think that you you think that you're you're by yourself because the the wife may not work. Or the wife, you feel like the wife is not carrying itself, and I could I could say this also to the to the wives, where a lot of wives feel like the man is not doing what they're supposed to do. Well, are you allowing the man to do what yeah. what right, the man right, is supposed right, to do? Right. right? right. So you know that's you, the key question. Yeah, are, are you allowing the man? Because you know, it's different. The dynamics before World War Two, right? The men before World War Two, the men used to work. Mm -hmm. The women in the house. World War Two happened. The men went to war. The women, guess what? They had to, they had the ones that had to go into the factories and work. Mm -hmm. When the men came back from the war, now the women are working. Now the dynamics, the relationship is different, right? Now the men, are, now the men are like, okay, what is my role? Because back then the role was I go to work, mm -hmm. I come back with the food, she mm -hmm. makes the food, and then if I have time with the kids, I spend time with the kids. And then the woman understood the role. Now the dynamics are, are, are different, right? The the dynamics are different. Society, culture yes, is different. So we, the yeah, it, it, the burden is heavy. Um, the burden is a lot. But we're not by ourselves. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, and it's funny that you mentioned society. Mm -hmm. And um, I think like society culture is like based on where you're from. Because I'm from Haiti and there are people that are born from different parts of the islands and, you know, um, different places and nations. And I think that's something that's very interesting because, um, as you mentioned, you know, you have to understand that, you know, you're, you're not in this by yourself, right? Um and learning to go to your wife like when a situation comes like um, two minds is better than one and like you can put the um, whatever it is on the table and to work things out then it makes the decision process i think there's a scripture that says um in the multitude of counseling there is safety so you know what the, the more counseling you can get the more advice you can get concerning one things then it can confirm okay you know what this is the right decision or the right path and also as christian we can pray and seek the lord and god will guide us obviously um, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Go with God's way above all things. But I think like, you know what, putting the matters, you know what, understand. I'm not in this by myself. I can talk to my wife and my wife can, and I, I can tell you how many times my wife, you know, I, I'll come up with an idea and my wife will be like, oh, X, Y, Z, and just align it. will be like, oh, that sounds so much better. And I can tell you how many times my wife is right. And I think one of the things, like, you know what, we were talking about ego earlier, right? As men, we have to understand, even though, um, the, the, um, the dynamics may change, but our role doesn't change. And I think one of the things I've mentioned about humility is being humble enough to understand, okay, you know what? Her point is better than my point. Mm -hmm. What she suggested is better than my, because um, my, um, me personally as a head, I, I'll just share that. Um, at first, when I first got married, I'm not going to lie, I did not like that position. So a lot of women sometimes they fight for that. They want that position. I'm like, okay, go ahead. I'll just sit back and relax and just enjoy the ride. But I get, like you say, it's a heavy load. It's a heavy responsibility because there are um, situations that we have encountered and my wife is looking at me as a head, as a husband, and say, you have to make a decision. And the very first time that happened, I'm like, 
Like, I don't want to do I'm it. Like, I'm like, and you know, and sometimes you try to play, let's do it together. But no, as a man, this is your responsibility when the wife doesn't, uh, we can't come up with something. And uh, it's such a heavy responsibility because I have to understand that my right decision and my wrong decision affect the whole health and well-being of the relationship. If I make the wrong decision financially, it could cause us to lose our mortgage, like your house, your cars, and all that will fall on the head. And everybody's going to be looking at you like, okay, you did this. Yeah, and so like, like, yeah. like you mentioned, Adam, when, when, when the whole thing happened, God says, Adam, what did you do? He didn't go to eat first. He went to the head. Adam, what did you do? And sometimes when something happens in the relationship, the responsibility of the man is so heavy. And I think that's one of the things, too. Sometimes we're afraid of, of taking our role and playing our responsibility because we, we, we love the title. And we love all the benefits and the sweet things that come with marriage, but like the responsibility and the and the load that or the arc that we have to bear on our shoulder, we don't we don't want to carry that weight because, like I said, who wants to be known as the guy that just like you know what destroy that whole family because you know what they make a bad decision? Mm-hmm. But I think as men, regardless of uh, what's happening, we still have we still have to be what we're called to be. We still have to carry that load. We still have to make that decision and that um, take our responsibility. And I think also that's why sometimes you know what it's good. Um, in some situation, um, in all situations, to sit, meet with your wife and seek counseling, okay, so that we can make a better decision together. And like I said, in some cases, it's just the wife is gonna be like, hey, you know what, I ain't got nothing to do with this. You the head, you go ahead and lead the yeah, body, and yeah. we'll just go. And then you just have to be, I'm gonna say this term, not saying it in, in any offensive way. You just have to be man enough to just make a decision, mm-hmm. right? And just pray by, like I said, pray and see God's face that God lead you. But um, like I said, once you hear from God and just make this certain decision. And, and you guys said it all. You guys <laughs> literally said it all. But I really believe that a man should really be a man in his home, mm-hmm. just like he said, Brother D. And just understanding the role that God has called you to carry and, you know, just, just what's expected of you. You know, I, I have a co-worker that, that you know, she, she has three kids like me. And I remember one day just working, and she came to me and she said, hey, you know, um, she, you know, there's times I have to run from work to go get the kids and go to school, to uh, go back to work. And she said, she said, how do you do what you do? Because you're always just, uh, every single conversation you talk about the kids, blah, blah, blah. how do you balance? How do you do this? And I said, let me tell you something, man. I'm, I love my kids. You know what I mean? And I, I just love my family and I do everything with my kids. I, 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 I and that's, that's my duty. She was telling me, oh man, I have, I have, you know, her significant other. He doesn't do nothing. All the men, she was saying, all the men do is sit on the couch, play games. He wouldn't even go outside to play ball with his son. I'm like, I can't even understand. So she now being a woman has to take the role doing this, that, that, that because the, the guy just won't do nothing. You know what I mean? I'm like, Dad, I feel bad for you. I feel so bad for your situation because I believe that men, we have a role. Just like Brother Robson said, when our hell broke loose, they're not looking at the female. They're looking at you. You know what I mean? And just that. And for me, in my house, is that I understand what my role is. I understand what's expected of me. I understand that, okay, everybody's watching you. You know what I mean? And I also understand that God is going to hold me accountable if I don't do what needs to be done as the head in the home. Also, I believe that women, a lot of women don't let the man be the man. You know what I mean? And it can be for various reasons. But, you know, you have to let him do what needs to be done. You don't trust the man to go out there and and, and fix the, uh, the car engine. Let him go and fail. You know what I mean? Let him fail. At least he tried. Oh, you don't know you don't have to do that instead of letting him try. You know what I mean? I hear a lot of situations like, let him fail. At least let him be a man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, then, you know, it's, and, and, and for me, I just try my very best in, in, in terms of any situation to try to figure it out and, you know, you know, figure out the next step to take. This is statistics shows yeah. that men die way quicker than a, than a woman. And the reason for that is that men is always think way ahead. When the woman is like, he got me. I don't have to worry about that. And chill on the couch and watch TV and whatnot. When you are grain, she, <laughs> she's all set. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Nothing's wrong with that because that's just a role. And I believe that Pastor Mac always said that men should be firm. Always willing to take that step before the woman. You know, you, let, you, you know what I mean? And, and, and stuff like that. You go, they go shovel the snow. I mean, I like if I like if when my wife shovels the snow with me. That's just a thing. I like a woman that's hands on and don't mind. I mean, if she don't want it, sometimes it's fine. But you know what I mean. But you know, sitting there, the snow is out there, and your wife is keen and you're chilling yeah. on the couch. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. You know, but I'm just saying to say, you know, a man should play their role. 
And in a given situation, figure it out. Try to figure out. Don't leave it on the woman to go take the lead and then she go fail and you get mad. You know what I mean? Dude, what were you doing? You know what I mean? So men should always play their role in every single situation in the marriage. Like I said, communication is important for both. Don't leave the wife out. But you should always be willing to take that first step. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned roles and the role in the home. How are you guys with that? Do you guys help out around the house? Because I know some people are like, oh, the woman does this, the woman cooks, the woman cleans. I'm like, she also has to take care of the kids. She also has to work. She has a lot going on. So how do you guys contribute to the household? <laughs> I, I, I'm a little different when it comes to roles, <laughs> right? And the reason why I say that because, um, you know, as, as the last 13 years as, as being you know, married to, to my wife, Regarding regarding general roles, and I'm guessing you, you spoke about cooking and cleaning all that yeah. stuff. That's my that's not my priority. Right? Okay, that is not my priority. Okay. Right. So my job as a husband, I just wanna I just want to bring this when it comes to cooking and cleaning and washing. Right. <laughs> that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Here is my gender role. Here's my role as a husband. To make sure that when I present my wife to God, she is spotless, without wrinkle, without any such thing. Mm -hmm. My role is this. My priority is this, that not only am I presenting my family, my children to God without any spot, without any wrinkle. That's my priority. That's my gender role. With that said, do I help around the house? Yes, I do. Okay. Do I cook? Do I cook? No, I do not. I do not. I've never touched. I don't touch that stove unless she asks me to warm something up. Mm -hmm. Right? Do I do I wash the dishes? Do I clean up? Uh, do I um, clean whatever I need to clean? Do I do laundry? Yes, I do. But that but those things are always secondary when it comes to me. Okay. Right? So I do. My wife. My wife does have a secular job. She's mm -hmm. a scientist. Mm -hmm. I said my wife is all. She's done everything. She's everything. Yeah, she's. She's, you know, she's really smart. Mm -hmm. People will say, how'd you get it if she's so smart? Well, because I'm smarter. That's good. But however, when it comes to gender roles, there's some natural gender roles that, that, uh, that, I, adhere, that I don't adhere to. Like, mm -hmm. for, for example, like if my wife comes, comes home, she doesn't, she doesn't have to clean uh, or do anything else regarding, um, you know, laundry. But when she comes home, she has to cook. Mm -hmm. Because I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Listen, I've been with this woman for the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't cook, I don't eat. <laughs> right? And that sounds, and that sounds like mm -hmm. a, a backward mindset or a 50s or 40s, but that's how my relationship works. works. Yeah. Right. This is how it works in my house. Yeah. My wife has... No, I'm not going to open the fridge mm -hmm. and, take out a, and take out food and then make it. No, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. She cooked the night before, right? That I'm going to eat during the day. And when she comes home, she's going to cook. Yeah. Right? And and and, and, and that's just how you guys and not, let me say this: she's not gonna cook every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, she. I've had to learn to like leftovers <laughs> because I grew up in a household right, where so the mother works. At, the mother cooks every single day. Mm -hmm. She works and she cooks every mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. So every day I've had, you know, like same yeah. thing with the islands. Yeah, yeah. like I've, I've had fresh food. So mm -hmm. I've had to I, I've had to really compromise mm -hmm. and conform to the fact that oh, I had this yesterday. I'm gonna have this today again. Yeah, you're going to have to stay again because I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you cook again. <laughs> so, like I said, she doesn't cook every day. Yeah. We've established mm -hmm. that she's not going to cook mm -hmm. every day. But, however, um, I'm not going, I'm not a chef. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a chef. My mother, when I was younger, my mother taught me how to clean. She mm -hmm. taught me how to clean mm -hmm. uh, meat. She taught me how to clean, um, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the Caribbean things, right? Yeah. I learned how to wash walls. I learned how to, uh, you know, wash the bath, clean the bathroom. I learned those things. Those, yeah. those things, I've, those things, I've incorporated in my marriage, of course. Mm -hmm. But I learned how to cook, <laughs> right? Yeah. You gonna, you gonna take me, take me to the floor, take me with this floor that I'm not going to cook. Yeah. My expectation as a wife is for you to cook for me. Mm -hmm. That's my gender role. Yeah, you're gonna have to cook. Yeah. Everything else I'll do, but you have to cook. Yeah. But however. Those, those 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 things around the house is not priority to me, mm -hmm. right? Not to say my house is not to say my house is not in order. Right. I clean. Mm -hmm. I do all those things, right. but that's not my priority. Yeah. My priority is to make sure that when it comes to the spur the spiritual life of my wife and my family, that they are going to be before God and before me spotless. Mm -hmm. That's my role yeah. in that household. Mm -hmm. That's my role in that household, and everything else. 
you can take care of regarding, <laughs> regarding cooking. I mean, okay. that that's how it is. My because every house is different. Everybody has their own thing. Every house, and and there's some guys that come home. The 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 the, the house. The, the wife is the house. When my wife wasn't working for those few years, and I came when I worked, she did everything. Mm-hmm. Right? She she did everything, and all I had to do was was uh, come home. Um, you know, do what I need to do with the family regarding teaching or whatever, or mm-hmm. family worship. I will do those things, and I'll head back to work, mm-hmm. and I'll come. You know, re- re- repeat it. But now when she's back to work full time, now the dynamics has changed. Yeah. Now I can't just have my wife, you know, doing all those things. Okay, mm-hmm. now I have to, you know, uh, do what I need to do to yes, make sir. sure that she's well rested. Yeah. You know, I have to make sure she washes. I have to make sure I have I wash the dishes so the food can get done a lot faster, mm-hmm. so I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. good. That's good. And I think you made a great point, uh, my brother. Um, like I said, um, I, I've, I prioritize spiritual roles above, like, the natural. Not saying that they are not important. They need to be done because you live in the house, mm-hmm. right? When somebody come to a house, like, the dishes are, are, are dirty, they, I mean, yes, they might look at your wife, but at the same time, if you're there and you're not yeah. doing nothing, it's like, what, what did you do? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, being raised in, um, when I was mentioning that earlier, um, in the Haitian culture, in a different culture, we are accustomed to having, okay, you know what, the wife do everything. Because um, I think in, in um, most um, cultures, um, they have that uh, environment where, you know what, okay, the mother stay at home and the dad goes to work. Yeah. So we're not talking in America now. But now that we here in the U.S. of A, things are different. Both male and females goes to work. So sometimes, like, you know what, um, that doesn't mean like you know what you are, your role as a as a man has changed. That doesn't mean you know you're not the head anymore because you have um, learned to uh, share. Because if she's working, right? If she when the woman is not working, she does everything. Mm-hmm. If she's working, that means like you know what whatever household responsibilities are there need to be divided. Yeah. Right. And what my wife and I we've learned to do is that there are certain things that I I love to do, and there are certain things that she loves to do. Mm-hmm. So now it's like the things that she loves to do, she does them, and the things that I love to do. I do them, yeah. and um, usually the, the hours she works is very, um, not necessarily strenuous, because, because like I said, she's a fitness person, mm-hmm. she loves to go work out and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so by the time she's done working out in the morning, and then the only time she has time to do is just get dressed and then go to work, mm-hmm. and then she comes home late, and one of the things that makes me appreciate her more, like, like my brother says, I love it when she comes home, and then she has to, like, she, she cooks me food, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to eat, I have to make sure the dishes are clean, so yeah. sometimes yeah. you just have to exactly. go like, make yeah. sure, yeah. so I have good reason for washing the dishes, mm-hmm. and uh, another thing that I, I, I've always do, I used to work nights um, before I became a nurse, and one of the things that I used to love, um, not necessarily love doing, but I guess um, along the way, I've become okay with doing them, is doing the laundry. So I would, I would do the laundry. That's my thing. Laundry is my thing. My wife knows this. My wife does it, and it's, it works out, too. That's beautiful. She doesn't like doing laundry. I don't mind doing those. So it works out in the relationship. And as, I think, as you mentioned, every relationship is different. But you know what? Do something that you love to do or you enjoy doing around the household. Mm-hmm. And the things that, you know what, we cannot, uh, both of us don't like. For example, she doesn't like washing dishes because of the I don't really like, like washing them, too. But at the same time, somebody has to do it. Yeah. It has to be done. So I... Sometimes I do it, and sometimes she does it. Most of the time, you know, um, somebody do it. I'm not going to say <laughs> nothing. But the, the, the idea is you don't, and men, you don't want to overwork your wife. You don't want to mm-hmm. put, like, the whole load of the household on your wife and then when she's exhausted and then, like, you know, she's tired. Don't go touch her at night. You know, don't, don't do none of that because she, she, she worked, you worked her out too hard. Right. So you have to preserve her health mm-hmm. and well-being. That's also a responsibility mm-hmm. of the men, too. Because you know what, you, you don't want to come like, uh, if, if you put in a person to strenuous work process and they're doing that every day, sometimes they're tired, they're exhausted, mm-hmm. they're human beings. And then keep in mind, like, they have to watch um, over your kids and they have to cook and do all that. No, help out. You're a man, yes. That doesn't, uh, the fact that you do the laundry doesn't mean you're less of a man. The fact that you wash the dishes doesn't mean you're less of a man. You're still a man. You're just helping your wife out. You're looking out for your wife's well being. Mm-hmm. So around the wall of the house, I do everything. My wife didn't know that. We've been married for a long time. I used to, <laughs> I'm just sharing that story. She's going to laugh. She didn't know that I know how to make certain things. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, because I'm Haitian, and she's Haitian-American. I call her American-Haitian. And then she will <laughs> go and then, like, go on YouTube and how watch, like, to make certain food. <laughs> and uh, one day she went to work, and then she come in, and I came in. I just, like, threw down. And she's like, wait, you knew how to cook, and you watch me make this all the time on YouTube? <laughs> I'm like, I'm talking about, hey, you never asked. Uh, you know? yeah. <laughs> so 
I'm like, yeah. And it's like, little by little, she's just finding out, hey, you, you can mix other things. Yeah. So it's like all these things, you know. If you know how to do it, man, just do it. And, and, and if I can also add regarding gender roles, um, gender roles also plays uh, within the, I think, I think you have to, you have to consider limitations of the individual. Like for myself, I'm not great with my hands. Mm -hmm. Like building, assembling, putting together, that's not me. Mm -hmm. if, if we bought a piece of furniture and it's bringing a house, I'm not the one picking up the yeah. screwdriver. <laughs> my wife does that. Mm -hmm. She painted the living room. Mm -hmm. She painted the kitchen. She painted the girls' room. I tried to help, but I was messing things up. <laughs> she said, it's okay, honey, I got it. <laughs> and I understand because those are my limitations. Mm -hmm. You know, regarding, you brought a perfect example about you know, if if, uh, if if that if the engine needs to be fixed, uh -huh. go fix it. Um, at least let them fail. Well, well, one thing I don't want to happen. I don't want to try to you know fix the engine and the and the car blows up. And the car blows up. Yeah. And I think it's so important as a, as a man, um, it's okay to say I don't know. Right. It's okay to say I'm not sure mm -hmm. because the woman you married understands you. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so I asked my husband something. He says, I don't know why. I appreciate that. Because now the next step is going to be, let's get together, talk yeah. about it, and pray about it, and right. figure this sure. out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust in the Lord. Um, and, 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 and regarding the experience question you asked me, my wife asked me something the other day regarding um, the, the, something that we're, we're supposed to do. I can't quite remember now, but I remember my answer was, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then she says, well, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, we're just going to have to trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because at that moment, I don't know. I really don't know because I don't, I don't even remember what the thing was. <laughs> so I said, I don't know, but we're going to trust in the Lord. But it's okay as a man. And as you asked us earlier about the, about the responsibilities, your responsibility is not just on your shoulders. It's carried. And I think that's why a lot of men fall. A lot of men run away because they feel like, You've been deemed all these high, all these titles and positions, all these responsibilities that a lot of us are not ready for. How am I supposed to be a provider? I ain't got no job. Right? How, how am I supposed to be a protector? I've never held a sword. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. We're asking about, we're, ask, we're, we're just asking the men to, how am, I supposed, how am I supposed to be a man when I don't know how to be a man? Yeah. Who actually taught me how to be a man? Yep. Right? Who taught me? how to be a husband, who taught me how to be a father, who taught me all these relationship things? Nobody, mm -hmm. right? In a sense, I mean, in generally speaking, nobody generally speaking. Now you expect me as a man to step up and do all those things I didn't learn in school. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to school to be a husband. I didn't go, I go to school, to, you know, people go to school to be a pilot. The government cares more about airplanes and roles than it cares about your marriage because now you have to go to schools and get these licenses as a, as a profession, right? If you're, you're a nurse, you have to go to school. Right? So, and a lawyer has to get the bar. He has to all these. But however, when it comes to a man or a father, there's no test. There's no. You just have to trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Trust in the Lord and really talk to the woman that the one that you have chosen. Mm -hmm. And you'll do more than just figure it out. You'll be successful. Because yeah. we're not just looking to figure out our marriage. Mm -hmm. We want a success, successful right. marriage. Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking for, a successful marriage. And that successful marriage will go beyond conflict. It'll, be, it'll go beyond ego. It'll go beyond pride. It'll, be go, it'll go beyond a list. Mm -hmm. It's going to go before the, before the Lord with each other and say, Lord, we don't know, but our future is in your hands. Guide us. Yeah. And I think um, it's funny that he mentioned that. I was just going to bring up um, that point that um, a lot of us sometimes, um, I was talking to my wife. It's funny. I was talking to my wife this morning about absent fathers. Sometimes we think about absent fathers as just um, men that have their parent or their dad run away from them. But sometimes there are fathers that are present, but they fail to teach uh, men how mm -hmm. to be men. And like I said, like he said, we don't have a Mario's guidebook mm -hmm. on how to be, you know, like the great husband or a good husband, you know, or average husband. Mm -hmm. So we just, uh, most people that are entering a relationship, they, it's almost like men, they're learning to deal with these responsibilities as they are thrown at them. Talking about things you don't want, you're not ready for, you you wish you had knew. You wish you had knew how to deal with certain things. You you wish you had known about the responsibility that would that you will have to deal with when you are entering into the marriage. Like I said, some of those things you will learn when you are in it, and some of those things, they can be passed down from you from counseling mm -hmm. people that have been married before. Mm -hmm. But um, and no matter how great the counsel 
something is sometimes it just never fully prepare you for the situation because you know you can talk about the going through the fire but when you're in the fire like you want to come out and that, that's the thing so with that being said and I, I'm hoping this is what like um, we will do with the next generation um, hopefully prepare them and train them you know what on one how to be men and how to make certain decisions and be responsible and um, just that you know at least they'll get accustomed to learning how to make decisions to, to, to learn responsibility so that when they enter into the marriage at least it's, some, it's not something that's unknown to them right um, and um, another thing that came to me, I think we were talking about, like, you know what, expectation. Um, I remember when I um, came to uh, ladies, let me just say this to the, <laughs> let me just say this to the ladies. Ladies, you're not marrying your dad, you're marrying your husband, okay? You're not marrying your dad. And I remember my wife, um, she was raised watching her dad doing a whole lot of works around the household, right? And when we got married, she was expecting me to do all of that. And I'm like, I don't, like you said, I don't know how to do all that. <laughs> and then like, it was part of, that was part of her list. And that was very frustrating, you know, because you know what, I'm accustomed to seeing my dad do this, that, and that. And, and now you're married and it's like, you're looking at me and I'm looking at you too. What's going on? <laughs> so, like, hey, that, we, yeah, we know that has to be done. Somebody has to do it. But I'm, my, I never, you know, had my dad, you know, teach me how to play yeah. with a screwdriver and do certain things. And like he was a very hardworking man, so not saying that in a negative way, but the point I'm trying to establish is that sometimes we as men, there's a lot of things that we have not learned. And then, you know what, when we enter into marriage, these things are expected of us, but I don't have the skills. Uh, I don't have the set of skills necessary to actually get the job done. So with that being said, I think, um, like I said, I wanted to let the ladies know, men, while you're there, just learn as much as you can from great men and, you know, acquire, get as much knowledge, as much wisdom, as much understanding. Um, learn as many skill sets as possible because you want to go in there being like whole and like we're talking about wholeness, mm -hmm. being whole, having as many um, successful tools necessary, above all, for you to be a man. And secondary, you know, so that when you enter into that covenant, then you can be of a bit, um, ex expedient, of um, benefit to your spouse but also like i said i'm um, talking to the ladies now you're you're not you're not marrying your dad your dad may, <laughs> may be a great mechanic don't ex your husband might be just be bad at everything so <laughs> so burn that list <laughs> yeah and men you're not marrying your mom or your aunt or your grandmother you're, you're not marrying those you are marrying the woman that 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 you know that we we we, we pray that god has chosen for you and again you're marrying a, a daughter of god the, the expectations that you have, that you've, that you've lined up based on what your mother did, your grandmother did, or your favorite aunt did, your wife may not do those things. Yes, and sir. because your wife may not do those things, you have to be, you can't be angry. You can't be frustrated because it's a different individual. Amen. It's a different person. Um, you know, the wife may not know how to cook. And, and then... then God, brother Conroy is a chef, so God knows. You know, God knows how to put people together. You know, and, 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 and it's it's so important for us as we talked about. Um, communication piece is so important in a marriage. What can I do? What can't I do? What do I need to improve on? How do I progress as a father? How do I progress as a husband? How do I progress as a man? That's what we're. That's what. That's the goal of a successful marriage when it comes to a man. Progression. Let's be better than the day before. And please don't say, oh, my mom does this or my no, dad. No, don't bring that. That's well, my never... mother always did this. I'm like, yeah. I'm not your mother. <laughs> yes. That's so mm -hmm. interesting that you say that because I hear that a lot. I have friends, if you're talking about like gender roles and being exhausted, the women, some of my friends are like, I'm so tired. And I'm like, oh, why didn't you say something? Speak up. Ask for help. And they're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I can. And I'm like, this is where communication plays a big part because if you're that tired, let him know. He's your, you, you guys are partners. It's teamwork. So you have to be able to speak up and say what you need to say so you guys can work together and get things done. Mm -hmm. So that was important that you guys said that. And it's been a really long episode. It's almost two hours. So I'm going to wrap up right now. But the last question that I have for you guys is, what is one big thing that you learned about yourself through your marriage? That I'm that I'm that I'm selfish. <laughs> Elaborate, please. I'm selfish, uh, self-centered. I'm petty. <laughs> <laughs> I could be really mean sometimes. Um, so that's that's one of the things that I, I I've learned about myself. 
because you, you, you know you, you think you think that oh um, you think that oh if someone needs help mm-hmm. in the street you're happy to help or if someone asks you for uh, to lend a hand you're happy to help but when it comes to marriage when I would sometimes sometimes when someone tells you oh you can't you know it's not I don't say you can't go somewhere because we have a prior engagement. Well, I didn't agree to this engagement. Mm-hmm. I'm going to where I want to go. So it's so important for us to um, to really. Um, I, I I would say it's so important for us to really go beyond self. Um, go beyond, like I said, like we said earlier, go beyond self. Go mm-hmm. beyond ego. Mm-hmm. Go beyond what I deem to be what I want to be because now it's no longer what I want to be. It's all about we because now there's someone else in the relationship. And that's why it's so important regarding submission, right? So, you know, we, 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 we beat down, you know, we say all the times, wives, submit to your husbands. But it's so important for us as men to submit to our wives, mm-hmm. right? As I, submit to, as I submit to God, as I submit to Christ, I'm also going to submit to my wife because I understand that my wife is an individual as well. Right, and if she has if she has something planned out that she thinks might be good for the marriage, that might that might be be good for the family. But I have tickets to the Lakers game, Celtics against Lakers. Guess you know what I'm choosing. <laughs> I'm going to see LeBron. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But in a in a sense of I've learned that throughout the years that yeah, I don't really consider other people the way I thought I did. Right, right. You know, I'm really, I'm really self-absorbed because even when my wife would tell me a story, I would make it about myself. Or what did you think about when I did this? Or what? And that's that's how that's who I am. Um, that's why I'm. That's that's what I've learned in the last 13 years of marriage. That my story or my day is more important than hers. And that's something I've had to, um, you know, that's something I've had to improve. My, I would go on and on and on and then leave the bedroom and come back. Oh, how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, by the time you get to that, yeah. like, I'm tired. Yeah. So, 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 it's, so that's what I've learned about myself. And the way I've, um, you know, the way I've improved on that is really just listening to her. You know, it's not just being there and just active listening. Okay. Pick up on some clues that she may have, may, may have said and then ask some follow-up questions regarding that. And that shows that you care. That shows you're listening to your, to, to your spouse. And, and, and one of the things that I think that is so important as, as a man, as I said, submission to, um, to God and submission to, to your wife, um, is that uh, allowing her to be her. Mm-hmm. Allowing her to be who, the, who that she needs to be to grow as a woman. Right. Sometimes we think that you know, based on gender roles and based on what society has said, that oh, you're not supposed to do that because you're a woman. No, break the barrier. You know, kick it down, kick that door down, excel, exceed, go beyond what your mother did, go beyond what your aunt did, go beyond what culture says. Um, in terms of being still being obedient to the Lord, um, it's just it's just it's just us as as husbands and as fathers and as men overall. Uh, being that support that we need, that we all need, and and be willing to um, to sacrifice for our loved ones. Mm-hmm. I think for me is, um, you know, I've, I I must say that I've um, I have learned a lot personally, you know, um, since being married. Um, growing up as a teenager, you know, um, you know, I I grew up with my dad at some point in my life, but he did not teach me a lot. As you mentioned early, Brother Donnell, how to really be a young man, you know, moving towards the future. So a lot of stuff I was self-taught. Like, you know, I was just <laughs> basically teach myself how to do a lot of stuff and stuff like that. So coming into marriage, um, you know, in, with, 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 with not being able to know. And I thank God for my pastor back in Jamaica when getting married for what he gave me while I was preparing to get married. But it was still, it was still not everything. You know what I'm saying? So going to marriage, like I said before, I didn't know how to deal with a lot. You know what I mean? Like I told you guys before, I was a runner. Whenever any, any, any situation comes along, I'm out. I'm gone because guess what? Growing up as a kid, you know, I, I, I was just all by myself. You know, I wasn't taught how to deal with, you know, rough things that's going to come along and just life in general. So when it comes, I don't know what to do. I'm gone. I, I ran. So, you know, learning that and, and from the knowledge of just being, you know, you know my current pastor and every, uh, everybody that's around me, it has teached me more how to be a better 
father, a better, a better man on the whole. And a lot of guys I've watched and just ask questions because I just want to know how comes you're so successful? How comes this work? How comes that work? And, and stuff like that. So now I've learned now, you know what I mean, how to be a better person in terms of, um, you know, situation when it comes and, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm still learning, you know, but, um, um, I didn't know much when I first came into this, you know, but thank God, you know, I was patient enough and thank God for his grace, you know, to learn and to start improvising and implementing in my life that I could be where I'm, I'm, where I am today. And, you know, I could teach that to my son now, you know, um, as he grow older, you know, I mean, how to deal with different life situations. And even when the time comes for him to get married, the Lord tarries and I'm around that I could, you know, instill all these things in him. But, you know, I was always a guy. I was always kind. I was always generous. I think that's one thing I've learned. You know, I mean, I, I, I like to help. I like in any given situation. And, and over time, sometimes I exhaust myself. Like I tell you guys, even now in my house, I do everything and I love it. But I guess it's just because growing up rough and you didn't have a choice. You had to learn to do everything. Mm -hmm. I had to be cooking at, at six. I had to be washing my clothes at six by myself. So it's like now it's so automatic now. When I see something there, I got to get it done, get it done, get it. And I love it. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So I think for me, you know, that that's part of my life. It was always there. But I just didn't know how to deal with real life situation. You know what I mean? When it comes, when it comes my way. You know what I mean? So that's something I've learned now, and I'm still learning as we as I as I grow older, and I've become better and better in it. So I, I'm grateful for that, you know. Um, me, I think one of uh, the greatest lesson, if I would say, that I've learned so far, like I said, compared to these veterans, <laughs> <laughs> I've had um, uh, little experience. But I thank God. I think one of the thing that I have. Um, learn is that um, I think you probably alluded to it. I remember one time um, something happened between my wife and I and it, it hurt me real deep and I had to speak to myself and says, you know what, how can you say you love a person? And, and you know, the, the funny thing is I think you asked that question, right? Sometimes there is that projection of what marriage look like, you know, outside in public. There is that public display of marriage and then there is that um, private display of marriage, you know, on, on the outside we all hand and we're happy and, you know, we, we put that bright smile whether it's authentic or not and then like, but behind closed doors and there's all this mess that we're dealing with and I remember um, something happened between my wife and I and I said something, I, she didn't tell me she was hurt but I was hurt because I saw her, like what I did to her, the way it affected her and um, I think one of the scriptures that came to me, it's all talking about like hypocrite, right? It's like um, in, 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 on the outside, you guys look, you know, there's that beautiful projection, but like on behind closed doors, the person that you're saying you love so much, and you, you heard, I hated that about me. I hated the fact that, you know what, I keep saying that I love you and I, I appreciate all these nice things, but I, I've, I've heard it. And sometimes I think um, these men can testify to it. Um, our wives are the one that endures or see like the darkest part of us as men because you know like when you're in public you try to restrain yourself from doing certain things from saying certain things but when you're behind closed doors it's like all these sometimes all these things you are there's a liberty because it's just the two of us to allow them to to come out and like when i saw that about me i actually hated that and i've come to learn that you know what no, like I'm, the same effort I put in public, I'm gonna put it in private. The same way I treat, I, I want, I don't want to be that guy. Oh well, your relationship look great publicly, but privately it's a mess. I, I want my relationship right now to be beautiful. Gotcha. And I think like a second thing that I've learned is, um, I think I mentioned that earlier is communication. I was really bad at communicating, and then now my wife is. I wish she probably wish I come with a new button because like now like <laughs> she because, mentioned that yeah last I know I've, I've learned to kind of like get, she loves details I didn't know that you know guys how are you doing oh my day was good how good oh yeah how good like what did you do what did you eat I didn't know you like you have to go through all that because men when we talk to men it's like hey how are you I'm good and then that's it and then you want to go play basketball we move on but my wife she wants to know hey did you brush your teeth did, hey, did you floss it all these things I didn't know all that uh, so now I become last time she was laughing because she asked me a question and I literally was telling her every single thing that I did and how I even set up the things and she was shocked she was like whoa like the fact that I give her so much details but like I said um I truly believe uh, marriage is a beautiful thing and the men can testify to that it brings 
so many hidden things in us, it brings them out and it causes us to realize, like, you know what, certain uh, flaws, certain imperfections, certain impurities that we had. And then, like, these things come out. Then, as um, Donald said, then we can improve. And that's why we, as men that are sitting here, we've become better men because of a relationship with our wife, because right. of things yeah, that have surfaced, so because of things that have surfaced in the marriage, because things that have surfaced in our conflict. Conroy has stopped being a runner. Why? Because he's learned to fa face challenges head on. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things, like, you know what, like, he's become a better man. Why? Because of the things that he's gone through, because mm -hmm. of the things that he has encountered in his marriage. So marriage, um, the, the hardship and the difficulties of marriage is not supposed to be for you to run away and, you know, like, or despise your wife. It's supposed to be a learning experience for you to grow mm -hmm. and to mature to a point where, you know what, the things, I think you mentioned it, so that you can become more than a conqueror by what you go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and I can also say regarding marriage, when it comes to um, that covenant, don't compare your wife to anybody else's wife. Mm -hmm. right, right, right. Don't compare your That's marriage good. to anybody That's else's marriage. marriage. Yes, sir. Don't compare what you have to what you see on social media. Just because someone has a blue check mark doesn't mean they're successful, mm -hmm. right? Doesn't mean that, that does that does not mean you want to make sure that when you um, you know when you have issues or when you have problems in your marriage, you talk to the person you're married to. Right, right. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say you talk to the person you're married to. Right. That. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so important because because we want to make sure. And I go back to this. It's the fathers, it's the husbands, the men that improve society, mm -hmm. right? And it starts with your relationship with your wife. It starts with your children, right? You want to make sure that you are the example that you need to be, right? Because they're not looking at, we're hoping that the one they're looking at is you as a father, as a husband, as a man, is you because you are the prime example. You are the one that is going to show love. You are the one that's going to show patience. You are the one that's going to show forgiveness. You are the one that's going to break the mold, to break the spiritual bondage that's over the families throughout generations. You are the one called by God to improve the marriage situation in your bloodline. Amen. I want to thank you guys for all the knowledge you dropped on us today. <laughs> um, like I said, it's Valentine's week. And for those people that aren't married, they're probably like, I don't have anyone. And I don't want people to just jump into relationships because of that feeling. You guys gave a lot of knowledge today, like what you should be looking for and how you should progress in a courtship and then move to a relationship. So I want the listeners to kind of think about that when they're thinking, you know, loneliness happens. And we sometimes we get lonely and we feel like, oh, I wish I could have someone. Or we think about our age. Like I mentioned, a friend who wanted to get married because she was a certain age. Mm -hmm. And we kind of fall into these things where we feel like we should have certain things by a certain time and rush the process. So thank you guys for the knowledge that you dropped here today mm -hmm. um, for the listeners because I, I think it was very beneficial and I think they got a lot out of it. So thank you thank guys. You. Do you have any last words before we wrap up? Yes, I do. <laughs> for the single folks. Okay, go ahead. Right, for the single yeah, folks. Yeah, let, let's talk to the single folks. Build your character. Yes. For the young men, learn how to express yourself. Build your character. That's important. For the young men, build your character. For the women, continue on with that list. <laughs> Keep making your list. <laughs> um, Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> what I would say, me more so, it's... Um, because of the generation that we live in, it's more so addressed to the ladies. Keep in mind that the Bible says, when a man findeth a wife, mm -hmm. findeth a good thing. So ladies, don't go seeking after a man. You don't have to, you know, um, dress a certain way to kind, of, to kind of like try to get his attention. Keep in mind, if you have to make the effort to draw him to you, then chances are it's not God that led him to you. Mm -hmm. So just... Um, Wait, I think there's, there's a story that says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Um, believe in yourself. Know that you are um, fearfully and wonderfully made. Because I know sometimes ladies deal with insecurities. And sometimes they seek to be in a relationship for that validation. Right? You know what? Or oh, if, I, if I found somebody that, that, that loves me, then that means I'm beautiful. No. Um, your beauty is not based because on you are in a relationship or you're not. You just, you're beautiful because you're beautiful. God made you. Um, he does all things well. So what I would encourage the ladies, you know, I don't don't be going crazy after a man. Um, I think there's somebody that says, don't be running, chasing jokers, okay? <laughs> just wait and God is going to send you, like, you know what, a priest. You need a priest. You don't need, you don't need just uh, any type of man. You need a priest. You need somebody that's going to lead your household and that's going to be there to support you, to encourage you, okay? Amen. Um, 
And I, yeah, um, I would just, I first want to congratulate you, Sister Tiff. You're doing a phenomenal, awesome Thank job. You. I love this. But, um, you know, I, I want to say to our listeners, both male and female, I think it's important we all put God first. Mm-hmm. All the Bible says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything be added. And when he said added, it means everything. The word everything is there. So my encouragement to you all in seeking a significant other, you want to consult God first. Sometimes we jump the gun and we go on our own ledger to seek somebody. And what will happen sometimes, we don't get the person that God wants for us. I believe that what God has for every single, single individual out there is for you. Sometimes it's some people get married or find a person longer than some. But you have to be patient. You have to wait. You have to know your self-worth. Because sometimes we'll throw ourselves to any and anybody when you're worth way more. Why settle for less when you deserve the best? You know, so, you know, just keep on trusting God and say, God, send me that person. For the young man who is looking for that right person, say, God, lead me to that right, um, to that right person. And for the, for, the, for the female, God, send me. I don't believe in women chasing men. I literally, biblically, you know, I didn't see it. You know, I believe it. the man always go after the woman. And I think that's, that's, what, that, that, what, that's what should happen, you know. So just be encouraged today and just, just seek God first and just wait upon the Lord. I, like the word says, and be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart, you know, and that's, that's my two cents, and be blessed. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you, guys, for listening. It's been a really long episode, so hope you stay tuned till the end. I want to wish you all a happy Valentine's Day, and as always, if you haven't, please go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Bye!